Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Corinne Pettit, and today's episode is sponsored by Sun Pharma, and in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, we'll discuss the invisible impact of moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, focusing on a special patient's story and the physical, social, and emotional impact that his diagnosis had on his life. This episode is being offered as a way for you to hear directly from Sun Pharma and contains information about Illumia, also known as Tildrakizumab, a treatment for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic therapy or phototherapy. From time to time, the MPF will share sponsored content that we think is of benefit for those with psoriatic disease. MPF encourages everyone living with psoriatic disease to work with their healthcare provider to find an appropriate treatment for them. MPF does not offer medical advice, and this podcast should not be considered an endorsement for any particular treatment. I'm here today with Corey, a 32-year-old small business owner living in Northern California who's been living with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis since his early 20s. Corey is sharing his story as a psoriasis patient and his experience with Illumia. Dr. April Armstrong, Associate Dean of Clinical Research at the Keck School of Medicine at USC and the Director of Clinical Research for the Southern California Clinical and Translational Research Institute, is also here with us today to provide insight on how to manage the visible and invisible symptoms of psoriasis and share background information and resources for Illumia. Welcome, Corey and Dr. Armstrong. Thank you for joining us at SoundBites today. So to start, Corey, can you tell me a little bit about your experience with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis? Yeah, so my sister cuts my hair, and she she still cuts my hair to this day. This all started about 10 years ago when she was giving me a haircut, and she noticed a little spot on my scalp, a little red, dry spot. It was a little concerning, but I didn't know what psoriasis was. The spot on my scalp wasn't bothering me. This is something that she noticed. She said I should probably go get checked out. This is around 2010, 2011. I just thought it would stay there and not bother me so much. I never imagined the full body coverage that I experienced. So 2013 comes around and it feels like out of nowhere, the psoriasis just starts taking over my body. It starts appearing from my chin, all over my body, down to my knees, the plaque psoriasis was occurring. And that's when I went to my dermatologist and I was diagnosed with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. By 2014, it was probably the high point of where the disease was really bad. Oh, wow. Thanks for sharing, Corey. We know psoriasis can be more than just a combination of physical symptoms. Are there any ways moderate to severe plaque psoriasis affected your daily activities? Oh, yeah. I was embarrassed at how I looked. And when it got really bad, I just tried to cover up my body as, as much as possible. I'm talking long sleeves and pants, even during the summers. And I just kept to myself a lot. It was a really tough time for me. And I, I would say that it's more taxing on you mentally than physically at some points, because I was a social guy that loved to hang out, see friends. And I was so worried about my skin and what other people were thinking about me that my social life just took a big hit. I couldn't scratch my head without flakes going everywhere. And I couldn't sit down without leaving flakes behind. 
I was always itching and discomfort. When you're in your early 20s, you want to be focused on stuff like hanging out with friends and family and not your skin. Yeah, these experiences are not uncommon for people living with psoriatic disease. Your story is really powerful, and I'm sure Dr. Armstrong may be able to offer some insight into similar feelings for other psoriasis patients. So, Dr. Armstrong, are feelings of social anxiety and self-consciousness common experiences for your patients? Corinne, thank you for the question, and I want to thank you for having me as a part of this podcast. Just so grateful to be able to be here and also hear Corey's story. Unfortunately, the feelings of social anxiety and self-consciousness are fairly common for my patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, especially when the plaques start to appear in the areas that are not easily covered by long sleeves or pants. It's oftentimes understandable for my patients to feel anxious about one's appearance. Living with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis can be very challenging, and I would say through my own clinical experience with my patients, I know that it's not just the skin that's impacted. And Corey, you mentioned feeling embarrassed. Can you talk a little bit more about the impact of your diagnosis? So, like I said, socializing in general just became really difficult for me. I often felt gross, and my self-esteem and confidence really suffered as a result of that. I became really withdrawn. I stopped seeing my friends. I stopped going out. Wasn't making weekend plans like I used to. And just overall, I wasn't being social. I wasn't living my life that I was used to living. During this time of my life, I became a hermit. I just couldn't go out because I felt like everyone was staring at my skin. People thought I was contagious. I had to explain to people that, no, it's, it's just psoriasis and it's not contagious. And I didn't tell my friends. That was a big thing. They just saw me as someone who stopped hanging out and stopped being social. And I felt like if I told my friends about my psoriasis, they would understand. But I I just chose not to tell them. I tried my best to keep it as a secret. And at work, people would always ask me about my plaques and my skin. Even though they meant no harm, it still wasn't easy hearing this all day. And and mentally, it it was taking a toll. As my skin was getting worse, it feels like it took a big chunk of my life away. I really felt like I was uh, missing out on my youth. For people that are out there struggling, believe me, I've been there and I understand how you feel. Mm, Yeah, I'm, I'm sure your experience resonates with many of our listeners and as a reminder that they're not alone. Was there anyone in your life who you turned to for support during this time? I would say my family was the big one. Even though I didn't really like discussing my psoriasis with them, they were a key support system during this entire process. And that's my mom and my sister. Those were the big ones that really pushed me to find a treatment that would really work for me because they they saw what it was doing to me. They knew I wasn't the normal Corey. My psoriasis was getting out of control and I was living a different life. Someone that they couldn't recognize or I couldn't recognize. And I would also say my dermatologist has also been very supportive. We're like a team. He's been there since the beginning. He's seen me get better. He's seen me at my my lowest of lows. And now he sees me at my highest of highs. And it's really good to have him in my corner. He's been a huge supporter for me. That's great to hear. And Dr. Armstrong, what role do you think dermatologists play in supporting their patients with the impact of conditions like psoriasis? Should dermatologists be paying attention to a patient's feelings as much as their physical health? Absolutely. Mental health is a crucial part of a patient's physical health. The two are interconnected. And I think that addressing mental health is an essential part of treating patients with psoriatic disease. 
patients may be hesitant to discuss mental health concerns with their dermatologists due to stigma or embarrassment, but it's important that we normalize these conversations and ensure that any patient feels comfortable discussing this with their healthcare provider. That way, dermatologists can monitor for signs and symptoms or direct them to a specialist. For example, the National Psoriasis Foundation published results from a study that found that patients with psoriatic disease had greater symptoms of depression and were at least 1.5 times more likely to have depression than the control group. This is absolutely something that dermatologists and other physicians should keep in mind. Additionally, there is an online survey study called What Matters Most that was conducted in 2019 and sponsored by Sun Pharma. The study found that over 60% of moderate to severe plaque psoriasis patients said that their psoriasis and its symptoms challenged them from doing what matters most, like being with friends or spending time on a favorite hobby as we just heard from Corey. 68% said that their symptoms were debilitating. And this goes back to what Corey was saying, pointing to the times when his psoriasis kept him from hanging out with his friends or interfered with his work. Conversations about mental health don't have to be reserved solely for a therapist or a psychiatrist, but can be a part of a comprehensive treatment plan. And in the same survey, one in three said that they would like help in coping strategies and emotional support. And if you are one of those people, my first piece of advice would be to take time for things that you find important and bring you joy. Whether that's spending time with family or watching a favorite movie, it's important that you focus on things that make you happy. I often advise my patients to find a support group or get involved with an advocacy organization like the National Psoriasis Foundation. Absolutely. Thank you. And Corey, did you loop in your dermatologist to conversations about your overall well-being as it pertained to your psoriasis diagnosis? And if so, how did those conversations go? I feel very lucky because I have a great relationship with my dermatologist. To be honest, uh, talking to him was like talking to a close friend. I could really tell that he wanted to help me because I was a very severe case. I'm talking 75%, 80% coverage. And he saw what it was doing to me. We were on this journey together and my dermatologist just continues to be a, just a great, a great support, but also a great friend even to this day. And to reach this milestone, we both celebrated together because he's been with me for so many years now. And we just, I don't know where I would be without him. That's fantastic. And Corey, do you have any advice on how to build a support system among family or friends or any tips for patients that are really struggling to manage their symptoms? Even though I'm in my early thirties, I've been dealing with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis for almost a decade now. I know how it is to feel discouraged, ashamed, embarrassed all the times because of your psoriasis. I know how tough it is. For me, I also found online forums were a big help. Being able to connect with other psoriasis patients, that's an outlet that I didn't have here in the real world. So when I read other people's stories and how they were dealing with it, with their symptoms, how it was affecting their lives, it was nice to hear it from others. We would share tips, stories, and just try to keep everybody uplifted. Support systems, they come in many forms, whether that be loved ones, your friends, your doctor, events, 
or even online forums in groups like the National Psoriasis Foundation. Those are great suggestions. Thank you. And Dr. Armstrong, what tips do you have for patients who may be experiencing similar social and emotional impacts due to their psoriasis? Well, I think that communication is key for the patient-physician relationship. It's important for patients to realize that they can talk to their dermatologist about their overall health, not just how their skin is doing. Living with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis can be challenging. Patients often experience debilitating symptoms, and dealing with flare-ups can be painful and frustrating. It's important that patients find a doctor that's experienced in treating psoriasis and one they feel comfortable with and trust. And even in times when teledermatology is more common, I try to use both online visits and in-person visits to check in with my patients and see where they are, not only in terms of their skin, but also mentally. Sometimes if needed, I will refer them to a therapist or someone skilled at helping them addressing their mental health issues. And as you know, Corrine, the National Psoriasis Foundation's Patient Navigation Center is also a great resource for those with questions on treatment, needing help finding a doctor, or questions about their diagnosis. Thank you, Dr. Armstrong. That's a lot of great advice. And thank you for mentioning the Patient Navigation Center. I'd like to add that MPF's Patient Navigation Center is the world's first personalized support system for people living with psoriatic disease. You can learn more on our website at psoriasis.org. The National Psoriasis Foundation has a couple of different resources to help patients with psoriatic disease. For example, the One to One program offers trained volunteers who can provide personalized support, especially when dealing with a chronic condition like moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Just having someone to talk to who understands can be a big help. In addition to this podcast, you can listen to other Soundbites episodes on similar topics to learn more about coping with psoriasis. So, Corey, it'd be great to change course and talk about how you were able to successfully manage your physical symptoms and your journey to find a psoriasis treatment that worked for you. You mentioned that your family helped you decide that it was time to try a biologic. What made you hesitant at first? Well, at first, I just think I was uneducated on biologics. Even though both my family and dermatologists recommended that I try one, I just kind of always pictured it as a last resort, but nothing was working for me. As my psoriasis was progressing, it came to a point where I was willing to, to try anything to get under control. We went through a lot of treatments, but we weren't seeing any results. So after some research and some recommendation from my dermatologist about Illumia, I became really excited. It was showing very promising data and it was a biologic that worked different. And I know that everyone's bodies react differently and that biologics work different for everyone. But I would absolutely recommend Illumia to other moderate to severe plaque psoriasis patients. Thanks, Corey. We're excited to hear more about your experience. But first, Dr. Armstrong, can you give our listeners a bit of background on Illumia as a treatment option? How does it work? Of course. Illumia is a prescription medicine used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking injections or pills, also known as systemic therapy, or treatments using ultraviolet or UV light, also known as phototherapy. Illumia is a biologic medicine. That means it's made using natural living sources like human, plant, or animal cells. Illumia is an IL-23 inhibitor, meaning that it blocks the IL-23 molecule to help reduce redness, flaking, and plaque thickness that patients see on their skin. If the IL-23 molecule is affected, then so is the overproduction of skin cells. Like with any treatment, Illumia is not for everyone. I can't emphasize enough how important having a conversation with your doctor is before starting any treatment. 
As a part of this conversation, patients should also review safety information and potential risks. For reference, some of the most common greater than 1% adverse reactions associated with alumia are upper respiratory tract infections, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. Your healthcare provider should check you for infections, including tuberculosis, before starting treatment with Illumia. Thank you, Dr. Armstrong, for that important information. And Corey, how soon after starting Illumia did you experience results? And what results did you experience? Before starting Illumia, there was a point where about 75% of my body was covered in plaque psoriasis. It was a really severe case. I got one injection, and then four weeks later, I got another injection, which they call this the starting doses. And right after that second injection, I, I was clearing very fast. I, I couldn't believe the results that I was seeing. I was blown away because after years seeing covered in plaque psoriasis and then seeing what Illumia was doing was really encouraging. My friends and family were all celebrating together. It's hard to believe that I used to take clear skin for granted before my diagnosis. So this summer, I can finally look forward to wearing short sleeves again. Oh, wow, that's so great to hear. And Dr. Armstrong, can you tell our listeners on average how soon after starting Illumia may patients begin to see results? Yes, Corinne. And before I discuss Illumia's results, I must stress that results may vary from patient to patient. And it is important to have the patient discuss with his or her doctor before starting any treatment. To provide some additional background information, research has shown that with Illumia, patient's skin may clear within the first two initial doses at 12 weeks and can remain clear. Studies have shown that around 60% of the patients were clear or almost clear after three months. After seven months of treatment, 70% had much clearer skin. And looking further down the line, recent data demonstrated continued clearance with Illumia through five years. And therefore, Illumia appears to be also a long-lasting option. Moderate to severe plaque psoriasis is a chronic condition. So it's really important that patients can find a treatment that works and continues to work. And Dr. Armstrong, can you share some insight on how Illumia is administered and its dosing schedule? I would be happy to. When I bring up Illumia to my patients, one of the biggest distinguishers is the dosing schedule. Illumia offers fewer doses than most other biologics used to treat moderate to severe plaque psoriasis because of the quarterly dosing. After two starter doses, Illumia is only four doses a year. The first dose is given during the patient's first treatment visit, and the next dose is given four weeks later. After the two initial doses, patients will receive one maintenance dose every 12 weeks or about every three months. For those who don't already know, Illumia is an injection that is given by a healthcare provider in their office. This means after the two initial doses, a patient should plan to see their dermatologist every three months, even when their skin starts to look better. Thanks, Dr. Armstrong. And Corey, was the dosing schedule a consideration for you when deciding to go on Illumia? The dosing schedule was once every 12 weeks. It was really a bonus for me. And when things first started to lock down about over a year ago, I was worried that I would not be able to maintain that dosing schedule because of office closures. A lot of places were closing down and medical places were limited. So I was a little worried, but thankfully it has not been an issue for me. I felt safe and comfortable during every office visit. The staff was very responsible and safe. And the dosing schedule in particular worked very well for my schedule. 
I feel like I really lucked out with finding a treatment that works with a, with a great schedule like that. Yeah, it's definitely a bonus. And Dr. Armstrong, does Sun Pharma offer any resources for patients thinking about starting Illumia or have already started treatment with Illumia? Yes. Sun Pharma has a great doctor discussion guide on their website for anyone needing help to start these conversations. For patients considering Illumia, Sun Pharma's Illumia support provides financial assistance and personalized support based on eligibility. Depending on individual circumstances, patients may have access to financial assistance that can range from a limited copay to medication completely free of charge. In addition to the support programs, Sun Pharma also provides options for Medicare patients. In fact, Illumia is also typically covered under Medicare Part B's medical benefit if administered by a physician. Patients with Medicare may have a low or no copayment for Illumia. Finally, patients can visit Illumia.com, that's I-L-U-M-Y-A.com for more information and can follow the Illumia Facebook page to discover tips, share support, and connect with other moderate to severe plaque psoriasis patients. That's all really great information. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Armstrong. And Corey, I can't thank you enough for sharing your story with us today. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Any final thoughts? Yeah, thanks for having me. And thanks for letting me share my story because I know there's a lot of others out there that are in my shoes battling with psoriasis on a daily basis. And before I was on Illumia, I felt like I was losing that battle with my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. I've been on Illumia for over a year now, and I finally feel like I have the upper hand on it. And just know that you're not alone out there and the right treatment can change your psoriasis for the better. It's really worth it to take the time to talk to your doctor, do the research, talk with family and friends about finding a treatment that works for you. Thank you again, Corey, for being here today and providing such uplifting comments to end our podcast. For our listeners, this sponsored episode was brought to you by Sun Pharma. Please continue listening for important safety information about Illumia, a treatment discussed in today's episode. What is Illumia? Illumia is a prescription medicine used to treat adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who may benefit from taking injections, pills, systemic therapy, or phototherapy treatment using ultraviolet or UV light. Important safety information. What is the most important information I should know about Illumia? Do not use Illumia if you have had severe allergic reactions to Illumia or any of its ingredients. Get emergency medical help right away if you get any of the following symptoms of a serious allergic reaction. Feel faint, trouble breathing or throat tightness, swelling of your face, eyelids, lips, mouth, tongue, or throat chest tightness, skin rash. Illumia is a medicine that may lower the ability of your immune system to fight infections and may increase the risk of infections. Your healthcare provider should check you for infections and tuberculosis before treatment with Illumia and may treat you for TB before you begin treatment with Illumia. If you have any history of TB or have active TB, your healthcare provider should watch you closely for signs and symptoms of TB during and after treatment with Illumia. Tell your healthcare provider right away if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats or chills, muscle aches, weight loss, cough, warm, red, or painful skin, or sores on your body different from your psoriasis, diarrhea or stomach pain, shortness of breath, 
burning when you urinate or urinating more often than normal, blood in your phlegm. Before receiving Illumia, tell your healthcare provider about all of your medical conditions, including if you have had any condition or symptoms listed in the section, what is the most important information I should know about Illumia? Have an infection that does not go away or keeps coming back. Have TB or have been in close contact with someone with TB. Recently received or are scheduled to receive a vaccine immunization, you should avoid receiving live vaccines during treatment with Illumia. Are pregnant or plan to become pregnant? It is not known if Illumia can harm your unborn baby. Are breastfeeding or plan to breastfeed? It is not known if Illumia passes into your breast milk. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take, including prescription and over-the-counter medicines, vitamins, and herbal supplements. It is not known if Illumia is safe and effective in children under 18 years of age. What are the possible side effects of Illumia? Illumia may cause serious side effects. C. What is the most important information I should know about Illumia? The most common side effects of Illumia include upper respiratory inflammation, injection site reactions, and diarrhea. These are not all the possible side effects of Illumia. Call your doctor for medical advice about side effects. You are encouraged to report any negative side effects of Illumia to the FDA. Visit www.fda.gov medwatch or call 1-800-FDA-1088. You are encouraged to report side effects or ADEs, adverse drug effects, to our Drug Safety Department at 1-800-406-7984 or drug.safetyusa.gov at sunpharma.com, which is preferred with as much information as available. Please visit illumia.com for full prescribing information and medical guide and discuss any questions with your doctor. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Ghana, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.